Hello, and welcome back for another episode of As For The Rest Of Us. Today is going to be another one of those episodes when there's no guest, it's just me sharing with you a little bit about what's going on in my world, and really when it gets down to it, what it is that I'm noticing is going on in the lives of those around me. Here recently, I feel like everywhere I turn, people are talking about habits. Maybe it's because of the end of the year, maybe it's because people are beginning to start thinking about New Year's resolutions, I'm not sure. But everywhere I turn, people are talking about either bad habits they have they want to get rid of, or habits they wish they had started, or habits that they're just giving up on. And for me, it showed up in a variety of different ways. I actually recently facilitated a session at work for some of my team members about habits and how it is that we actually form them. Uh, there really is a formula called the habit loop that I learned from a book called The Power of a Habit, and we'll get back to that a little bit later. But then it also came up when I was sitting in the hairdresser's chair at the hairdresser on Friday, and she was talking to me about how desperately she wants to become a morning person, but she just can't seem to get herself to do it. And if I'm being honest, you're probably not going to be shocked to hear this, but habits are something that are far easier for me to teach about than it is for me to actually live out in my own life. And so today I thought I might hop on and share with you just a recent example of habits in my own life and how it is that I'm seeing them play out, hoping that maybe sharing a piece of my story might help one of you. The last several weeks, I found myself creeping back into an old habit that I've spent the last year and a half working really hard to get rid of in my life. But if I'm being totally vulnerable with you, it's a habit that is so deep down into the wiring of who I know myself to be that it's been a difficult one to get rid of. And I'm now finding a difficult one to keep at bay. The difference I feel like this time is that I actually caught myself in the act of this habit. And that to me feels like growth. Let me take you back a little bit. So the habit is working extra hours beyond what anyone is asking me to, beyond what's expected of me, beyond what I'm getting paid to do. And what it's looked like recently is logging on for a couple hours on Sundays or logging on a little early before my workday starts at 9 a.m. or staying on that extra 30 or 45 minutes every day. And at any one time, there, there's really nothing bad about that, right? I want to wrap up something before the end of the day, or I want to spend a Sunday afternoon trying to get ahead for the week. And so any single circumstance of that is not the problem. Where I get myself into trouble is that it quickly turns back into a habit. It becomes a daily thing. It becomes a weekly thing. And I begin operating from such a place of habit that I don't even notice myself doing it. And I begin to put pressure on myself that those extra hours have to become the norm. There cannot be any more going back to just working the 40 hours that are expected of me. And so for the past three or four Sundays, I have caught myself logging in on a Sunday to do a little bit of extra work. Not because I really have to, not because anyone's asking me to, but really because I'm feeling slightly insecure at work about a new project that I took on. And my go-to habit when I'm feeling insecure is just to work harder, to push harder, to dig in more. Because if I know more and I learn more and I do more, then I will feel more confident. Except this time, what I'm realizing is I don't want to get back into that habit. I tried to drop that habit for a reason. 
And it's because when I get back into the place where I do that day after day after day, I get tired. I get burnt out. I get frustrated with work. And I don't want to find myself in that place again. And so as I found myself getting back into that habit the past couple of weeks, I realized I had a choice to make. I can either keep doing what I'm doing and therefore drive myself back into that place I don't want to be, or I can do the hard, difficult work of trying to break the habit. For me, that's where the book Power of a Habit has been so important. Because when I can actually understand where a habit comes from, what actually drives that habit, then I can break it apart. And so in the book Power of a Habit, the author, Charles Duhigg, sorry if that's a mispronunciation of his last name, talks about the habit loop. And he shares the three main components of a habit loop. First is the cue or the trigger to that behavior. Second is the behavior itself, or the habit, if you will. And third is the reward, which is to say, what good feeling are you getting from that behavior? Or what is keeping you motivated to keep coming back for more? And so as I think about me logging on the last couple of weeks to do some extra work, to learn a little bit more, to drive myself even harder, the cue is partially that my work laptop is right here in my living room. I work from home most days of the week, and I was finding that on the weekends, I was no longer totally powering down my laptop and putting it away. I was leaving it right there with easy access for me to jump into work. The behavior, obviously, was getting on and actually doing the work. And the reward is that then when I logged in on Monday morning, I felt like I had gotten a head start. I could show up on Monday morning ready to talk about some new idea or some progress I had already made over the weekend. And I was walking into the week already feeling more confident than I had left the one before. There's nothing wrong with that habit loop. The problem though, is that it's not a habit that I want. And so I really needed to think about two things. One, what can I do to remove that cue? Well, part of what's cueing me is that my laptop is right there. It's right across the room from me all weekend long, and it was still turned on, and all I needed to do was lift up the lid of the laptop and I was ready to go. And so I decided that this weekend, when I logged off of work, I was going to totally shut down the computer, slide it into my backpack like I have all the other weekends before this habit returned into my life. And honestly, this weekend, with it tucked away and out of eyesight, I really haven't been triggered or motivated to walk over there and pull my laptop out of my bag. Removing that easy access really has removed even any thought about doing the work. The reward is really what's challenging for me. The reward is truly rewarding. That Monday morning feeling does feel good. But what doesn't feel good is me driving more of that perfectionism. What doesn't feel good is me being burnt out by Wednesday because I didn't have a full weekend of rest. And so ultimately, what I feel like I'm really having to decide is which reward is more important to me. Which reward is the motivation that I want in my life? Am I more motivated by a full weekend of rest of recharging, of doing the things that really matter to me? Or am I more motivated by walking into Monday morning 
feeling slightly more confident because I used a part of my weekend to get some work done. And because I know myself well enough, I know that ultimately what that question really boils down to is, do I want to continue to drive myself towards more perfectionism and try to make myself feel like I'm good enough and that I'm confident enough? Or do I want to have self-compassion for myself and let myself rest? Well, I'm glad to say that this week I have chosen the rest. I know that I'm going into tomorrow morning and I might feel a little behind and I might have at some point a thought where I wished I had logged in over the weekend to work. But what I also know is that in the long run of life, I'm going to be more proud that I went to brunch with friends this weekend and I FaceTimed and talked to several family members on the phone. And I did some reading and I put together a puzzle and I did things that were filling of my cup. Things that in the long run of life are going to leave me feeling happy and joyful. And so I guess what I want to share with you is that even if next week I do log on and I do a little bit of work, it doesn't mean that I can't change the behavior. It just means that in that instance, I wasn't motivated enough. But part of learning is the failing. Part of learning is facing that choice of what is really more important to me. The key is knowing yourself well enough and then having that difficult conversation where you ask yourself what really matters here. Not what matters in the moment, not what's going to feel good tomorrow, but as I think about my life, what matters more to me? And then make that choice. And sometimes you'll make the choice you're proud of, and sometimes you won't. But either way, just know habits are not a one-time decision. They're a continual learning process. And so I hope that coming here today and, and hearing a little bit about where does a habit actually come from and, and how can I know that just because I fail in a moment of putting a habit into action or stopping a habit from happening doesn't mean that it's a lost cause. It just means that tomorrow is another opportunity to wake up and start over again. And now we fast forward approximately 48 hours later to Monday evening. Fun fact, when I first recorded that episode over the weekend, I thought I was finished. I had it all queued up, it was ready to go, it was going to post on Tuesday morning. And then I went for a walk on Monday, today, after work. And you see, those of us here in Texas, we like to joke that we do have a fall. It just doesn't come until December. And as I was out on my walk tonight, I realized just how true that actually is. You see, the trees here are finally changing colors. Bright yellows, bright reds, some of the leaves are on the ground. And the more I walked and the more I thought, I realized I didn't quite like where the episode I recorded ended. It didn't, it didn't feel finished. And I think here's why. As I was walking, looking at the trees, I realized that it is true. Fall doesn't really come to Texas until December. Even though where I grew up in Kentucky, fall usually starts in early September, definitely by the end of September, and the month of October is peak leaf-changing season. But here in Texas, the conditions just aren't right in the months of September, October, and most of November. It's not that the leaves are never going to change, it's just that here in Texas, the conditions are a little bit different, and therefore, the timing looks different too. And the more I walked and the more I looked at the trees, I realized that we're just like that too. 
And so I wanted to come back on and record this additional segment just to say that if you find yourself in a place, in a season of life where the conditions just aren't right right now for whatever change it is that you're trying to make, that's okay too. Another season will come. The conditions will get right for you. And until they do, just enjoy being present in the season that you're in, knowing that the conditions will change and eventually the conditions will become right for that change that you want to make. And so whether your conditions are right today or they're right a month from now or they're right six months from now, I believe in you. I believe that you can make that change. And just know that I'm over here working on it too. And now I promise that's really the end of this episode. I'll see you back here next week for another episode of As for the Rest of Us.